1: Hello and welcome to episode number 36 of the TTM Sports Show. My name is James Harrison. And my name is James Hansel. And together we are TTM Sports. So the last time we spoke to you would have been just before the final uh, in Euro 2020. Now, as a sports media outlet and as football lovers and deep-rooted England fans, it was absolutely amazing for England to get to the final yeah. However, the enigmatic highs were substituted by subtle low blows. Uh, I, I don't
0: think they were very subtle. The low, the low, yeah. low blows—they were—they were harsh. They were harsh, it, they were harsh it, blows. It was—it
1: was worse than a dagger through the heart and a kick to the gonads from behind. It was, mm. it was, it—it it took a piece of my soul. And uh, I, I think you know, I think it was right that that TTM Sports took a break of a week or two to digest it to drink it in as it were but now we're back and uh we're back tonight and in this episode it's a real nostalgic feel for you back to basics before the hullabula as you would call it but the rhizmatas and the rasmatas of going back to premier league football and the big kickoff and the transfer rumors and the guests and the radio shows that we do we're going to go back to basics and we're going to talk tonight about the premier league's best ever teams james take it away
0: we are. So obviously just to touch on, on the Euro final again, it was, it was so raw. It was so disappointing and it was spoken about everywhere you will ever listen or watch. So there was no need for us to, you know, it was just too, it was too raw, James. It was too raw. So Agreed. we're going to, like like James says, we're going to have a nostalgic feel tonight. So we're going to go back to basics, but we're just going to discuss, debate and maybe, maybe not ultimately come to a, to a, a number one team of the Premier League era. So I'm going to throw a few in there, James. I'm going to talk to you one by one about them. And we're just going to go, go through our memories of those sides and where we think they rank on all time. So kicking it off, there's no there's no better place to kick it off than the team with the most Premier League titles. Your probably least favourite team, James, is Manchester United. Now, I've got three teams, three different incarnates of Ferguson's side to start with. Um and they're equally good in different ways, but again, similar players throughout some of them. But if we kick off with 1997 Man United side, team that famously uh, chased down the big lead from Kevin Keegan's Newcastle United, we all remember the Collymore moment. Um, yeah, with Kevin
1: Keegan uh, hauled over the advertising board, yeah, exactly. disbelief. <laughs> with uh, who was his assistant manager there? It was a uh, uh, got Bri- you know, Brian Bri- 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 McDermott? McDermott. Yeah, yeah I Bri- just, McDermott. just 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 yeah, couldn't I
0: mean, believe it. Couldn't believe it. Yeah, would love it, love it. And they ultimately oh, really didn't love it. So 97, you're talking about 97. So this is off the back of they won every Premier League title apart from one at this point, which was 1995 to Blackburn. So you're talking about a combination of it all, really. But you can't really get put a Man United side, you know, without a team which includes Cantona. Now, I think the 97 side was probably the best side that, that um, Ferguson put together pre-sort of the treble winning scene. So you had that sort of... Well, can- he only can- had a
1: year to go, didn't he? Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, because well, the, the year years after years.
0: the year after
1: that side, it was uh, Marco Campos at Old year. Trafford. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. So you had can- Cantona's last season. Um, you had, the, you know, players like Beckham, Scholes, Butt, Giggs, the Nevels. They were all emerging now. You still had Dennis Irwin in there, Schmeichel in goal. You know, this was a good, good side. Um, you know, just uh, Andy Cole as well. Andy Cole was in there. So where does this team work? What... What do you think of this team, James? Was I uh, right Yeah, in well, them in well there?
1: I think we should judge all these teams on spines first. Um, every yeah. great team has a great spine. So in goal, you would have had Peter Schmeichel, uh, mm-hmm. the main centre-back of the football club at the time. It, 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 it could have been... Uh, it would have been
0: Pallister and Bruce.
1: Or Ronnie Onsen, uh, maybe uh, Ronnie, Henning uh, Berg.
0: I think it would, that would have been the last time that you would have had a Pallister and Bruce partnership, I, I would say, before Stan came in. Uh, obviously, pre prior to 99. So you had Pallister and Bruce, Keen, Skulls, uh, not Paul Lynch. Paul Lynch would have gone by this point. So you would have had Button, Keen, and then you would have had leading in the lineup there. You would have had uh, King Eric up there with Andy Cole. Uh, and then obviously
1: his... with Fergie's fledglings, uh, all yeah. in the class of 92, Gigs, Beckham, Nicky Butt. You would have also had Gary Neville, uh, Dennis Irwin. Yeah. Brian McClare. that it absolutely fantastic team and you know even as a Liverpool fan you have to sit back and admire great teams it's difficult to say of course however that team for Man United was, was it was good i don't think it was his best um no. I, I personally i think uh, that the i think he had two great teams um but for me, I would I would put that comfortably in the top 10, I would say, best yeah. Premier League teams ever.
0: So moving on from 97, obviously, they went for a little bit of a rebuild after, after Palliser and Bruce. And they brought in the likes of, like you say, Ronnie Johnson and you had Jepstam. Blomqvist.
1: Jesper Blongfist was joined yes, with
0: yes, that. Yes, incredible <laughs>
1: hairstyle. It's like he had the Beckham hair. He had the opposite, though. He just didn't do it.
0: He always had the long sleeves, but he would have his hands inside the sleeves. Do you, put, do you
1: think he put like a hole in the, into the actual, uh, cuffs
0: of this sleeve? Yeah. He could have done actually, he could have done, uh, which is something you don't see a lot now is long sleeve shirts. But that's a, that's a different debate for a different day. But that's '99 team was I, uh, he'd added Dwight York by then no cancer but then you got, you got to say that at that time, 1999 Beckham was world-class gigs was world-class Gary Neville was world-class. Uh, Roy Keane was world class. I would go um, on
1: to state, I would go on to state that the Arsenal team that beat them the year after wasn't better. I know it was Wenger's first one in charge, and I don't think that that Arsenal team. Um, I, I think, I think United it was ageing the team was ageing Cantonar. this is last season I believe I mean, uh, 97 even.
0: 98 yeah I think he might have actually left at the end of the ninety-six. exactly
1: and yeah. and I think um, if you would have had King Eric in the United team with uh, you know a bit more for, it's not to take it away from Arsenal and Wenger I thought you know they did very very well however I think the Arsenal teams that we'll touch on a bit later uh,
0: trumped them all yeah over. yeah absolutely. absolutely but it was obviously that, that, that 98 team of Arsenal was a good team with Petit in their open but of course they left straight after so um, you had Ian Bright in there Um, moving on again from United so 99 uh, as far as I'm concerned at the moment is there a better team we're going to go for a top three I would put 99 United at the top right now out of the ones we've spoken about it might be knocked off the top come the end but I would say at the moment United 99 uh, are going to be number one and I would say at the moment you're probably looking at the 97 would obviously be in second place and yeah. then this team, though, which you talk about the 99 treble team, the next sort of, the next cycle went on. You know, you went through the Varon years and, and everything else like that. Van Nistelrooy, who was obviously a fantastic player. But then it culminated, in, I, I've called it 2007 to 2009 United, which was Ronaldo, Tevez, Berbatov, um, Rooney, Park, Vidic, Ferdinand, van der Sar, you know, that is... Some side Carrick,
1: um,
0: Berbatov. Berbatov's the one for me. Obviously, coming from Tottenham, uh, I'll never forget when he was all set to get a man city, and he turned up at Old traffic this time for United. Um, so that was some team. The 2007 to 2009 United, obviously again just like the 99 side, culminating in the big Champions League win as well in Moscow. Well, um, let's
1: not forget. Let's not forget the two Champions League losses that they also took to Barcelona as well in Rome and at Wembley.
0: Yeah, 2009 and 2013, would that have been? Or 2012? Uh, one was at Wembley, obviously, When Messi scored Pedro and Villa yeah. with a late, the late Kyrna. Um But the United side, you know, there's some good sides. I'd actually say the 2007 to 2009 team was better than the 97 one. So yeah, I no doubt. And you seven, look at the but...
1: spine. Look at the spine of that team. Edwin van der Sar in goal. Vidic and Ferdinand Yeah, you would then go into the midfield you would have had Paul Scholes was back Michael Carrick Owen Hargreaves Jason yeah. Park workman-like yeah. and then up top I mean Tevez Rooney and a certain Cristiano Ronaldo with Berbatov off the bench Um, you yeah. know a- after those there was a bit of a drop with Federico Makeda. Um, but uh, you know I think <laughs> Chicharito team, uh, yeah well he was good Um, but, but what we'll say is that team was frightening I think uh, they called it the Holy Trinity uh, yeah. Those three up top, they were absolutely stupendous. They were unstoppable.
0: Yeah, they ripped the league to shreds, those three. Um, well, four, if you class well. but that is, again... I just that is
1: gigs in there as well. Yeah, uh,
0: okay. towards the twilight gigs as well. Um, I remember him winning the PFA Player of the Year in 2008. And he, I think he only played 12 Premier League games. He won PFA Player of the Year. Um, always remember a goal he scored away at Middlesbrough, low driven shot from outside yeah, the box. Yeah, because that
1: secured a record for scoring in every single top flight season for ten years in a that's row. Right.
0: Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, right. And obviously he won the uh, he won the PFA Player of the Year that year. So 2007 to 2009, Man United. Though. He even had Alan Smith in there. But he I mean, still- I would.
1: They beat the '97 team. Okay, so at the minute they go, they go top of the pile. There is only two in the pile. But I think. Well, we- they go,
0: I would say what about '99 United? Who's better? 2009 United or 1999 United?
1: Well, we'll talk about 1999 Manchester United. Peter Schmeichel in goal. Yap Stam. The other centre-back alongside him was Ronnie Johnson, I believe. Uh, shout-out
0: ne- to uh, Josh Butler.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, big shout-out to Josh Butler, regular listener. Josh will be loving this in the moment until we talk about the other big team. Now, and that's not City or Chelsea or Arsenal either. And um, there is another one, but we'll talk about those later. When you talk about spines, I think it's hard to beat. Um, in terms of that Man United team in 1999, you, you, Giggs, Keane, Skulls, Butt, Beckham. Um, you then also had up front Andy Cole, Dwight York, Teddy Sheringham, and Oli Gunnersolshar as a yeah. piece. I mean, and they and they all got they were jobs. good, and they won the treble. Let's yeah. not forget that they won the treble and you can never take it away from them. You could right. argue you could argue that you know, they rid their luck in certain places, but they didn't because let's be honest, it went down to the final day. They went one nil down at home to Tottenham. And then Andy Cole scored, and then Beckham scored to win to win the league for United on the last day at home, two one. They then went to the FA Cup final and beat Newcastle United 2 0 through goals from Teddy Sheringham and Paul Scholes. They then obviously went to the camp now in Barcelona for the Champions League final and we all know what happened there. Despite Bayern hitting the woodwork twice, Karsten Yanka Stefan Effenberg on fire. I think the uh the, 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 the problem that Bayern did in that final was they took off Lotto Mateus too early. But that's my opinion. He probably was hundred and forty seven million years old at the time. But what <laughs> yeah. I, you know, the over the overriding image was uh, Pierre Luigi Colina, the world famous referee from Italy, yeah. walking around the pitch trying to pick up the Bayern players who were inconsolable on the floor. Oliver Kahn was
0: the legendary Ghanaian centre back, Joker Four. He was he was done after that. Yeah, softball, yeah, he, yeah, and yeah. I will never forget him, uh, Joker Four, um, the centre app. And he was. He Did was
1: they have Liza-Razu at left back as well?
0: Maybe not at that time. Might have been a bit early for him. I know, I know the goal was scored by. Um, uh, Mario Basler deflected free kick after about six minutes. It was. Um, yeah. And then, they, yeah, like you say, United, they completely broke their luck in that game. But again, good teams, you make your own luck, I suppose, don't you?
1: Yeah, so for me, I think they go straight to the top. Um, they're yeah. better than the 7 08 team, in my opinion. I think they're class. They won all three. It's as simple as that. They won all three. Uh, Yes, they went to the World Club Championship in Brazil and and they fell over, but it was a different format. Um, uh, You know, as far as I'm concerned, they also won the Intercontinental Cup with Ryan Giggs picking up the Toyota Man of the Match in Japan. So obviously the Club World Championship was fragmented into an Intercontinental Cup. And a club world championship. So, look, you, you know, it swings and roundabouts. But for me, that out of the three teams that we've discussed so far, which are all Manchester United Ferguson teams, they go to the top without question.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, in terms of United, I would say that the, for me, uh, I've to picked the teams to, to discuss here. I think those are the three best versions of Ferguson's United. Um, honorary mention to the 2013 team, which I think was a good side, and he did incredibly well to win the league with that. That wasn't his best city. side, though. Yeah, it was Van Percy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that, that's an honorary mention for the 2013 United side. But yeah, those three are the best. Um, okay. Tough one for me now. I'm going to throw this one into the mix. It was always going to be in there. I've called it Arsenal 2002 to 2004, which obviously includes the Invincibles. But the actual 2004 side actually. Uh, one more point in the Premier League than the, than the 2002 side to either side of a United title in 2003. Um, 2002 to 2004, Arsenal changed. Well, i so got I'll a theory. You, I'll let you yeah. do this one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. i got a theory about this. They went undefeated. But if VAR was in, in action, no, they go. wouldn't They wouldn't have been undefeated. And let me tell you why. Highbury, Robert Pires burst into the box, flicked through ball, he burst through to the box, I think it was maybe Leivoy Primus or one of the defenders for Portsmouth. <laughs> didn't to be touch, It didn't didn't touch Robert Perez. He well, goes down. He was always a diver, But be, he he went da- he diving. went down. He went down. They won a penalty. They got the equalizer. And I believe to this day if VAR was in use, look it up guys, listen to it. Robert Perez dived against Portsmouth. They wouldn't have been invincible. And a lot of people could say, yeah, but it swings around about, it swings around. No, that's a massive, massive game changer in towards the history of the Premier League. Well, you know, that inception of the Premier League, it was called the FA Barclays Premiership at the time. So, as far as I'm concerned, um, the team was outstanding. Look, to go undefeated in a season, come rain or shine, however, where you get it, is not to be sniffed at. I mean, when you're comparing them to that Manchester United team of 1999, let's go back through the spine again. It was, at first it was Seaman, then it switched up to a layman, it then went at the back Sol Campbell and Tony Adams and then it was... With, yeah, Colo Sol-
0: uh, Torre as well.
1: Exactly, and then into the midfield a Colossus in Patrick Vieira Um and, and then substituted nicely by Gilberto Silva and yeah. then you also had Edu into the mix too, Ray Pollard in the twilight of his career. You yeah. go up front, Thierry Henry I, I mean you, you, Dennis Bergkamp, Jose Antonio yeah. Reyes.
0: So I will talk
1: yeah, you had Jeffers, but life goes on. Um, I, I think, as far as I, I think, as far as I'm concerned, uh, that team. Look, they went an entire Premier League season undefeated. Whether you get whether you you know get over a hundred points, which we're going to touch on in a bit anyway, the fact that they went undefeated in an entire Premier League season, and I'm, I, I don't want to say it because I think the club's arrogant, in my personal opinion, but as far as I'm concerned, and. Um, they have to be regarded as the best Premier League team ever because they went an entire season undefeated.
0: So you think they were better than the ninety nine uh, United team? Yes, really.
1: Yeah, they didn't go undefeated.
0: Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Um...
1: However, United were battling on multiple fronts. Yeah, and Arsenal, they beat yeah, that Arsenal. Ban- that, that it's side. it's tricky. It's
0: tricky. It's true. They did get to the final in two thousand six, which was still that side. In, in a lot of ways. Yeah, how Oligoia
1: um, scored that, I will never know. Uh, but, no, it know. Was, um, or Belletti.
0: It was Belletti, yeah. yeah. Um Right, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you there. So I think they go comfortably into second ahead of O... o you would seven. say it. Yeah, you of, would course say it. of course You're I'm a Tottenham fan. Ahead. Let me tell you why. That side, like you said, they, they, they absolutely dominated for probably a two out of three year period. But... Again, they never um, did it on all fronts. Yes, okay, they won the double in 2004 and yep. 2008. However, that side, how quickly did it fall apart? It, I think did, it was, did, well, uh, did they deserve great... to
1: lose at Old Trafford as well with Pizzagate? Wasn't a penalty for Rooney, was it? Wasn't a penalty.
0: No, it's a Stonewaller. Stonewaller, Sol Campbell, <sighs> clumsy tackle. Um and that was justice as well after the way they treated vanis already a year before, which was an absolute disgrace. I'll agree with another that. Thing, that's another thing I'm going to touch on with that side. Yeah, yeah. They I think didn't, a... they didn't have as much class. Great. They, yeah, they were they were decorum. Very yeah, they yeah. were very arrogant. Uh, I think that came a lot of that came from the manager and the way he allowed Embry and Vieira to sort of swagger around like they owned the place. Um, I, I, Mate, I'm a Tottenham fan. I grew up in the noughties following every ounce of football available. Now, being a Tottenham fan in the early noughties to mid noughties, very, very difficult place before you even factor in the fact that Arsenal were the greatest team in the country by a country mile.
1: And this Um, is is even after the Christian Gross era.
0: This was, did really this well was, in
1: Switzerland. Absolutely afterwards,
0: Christian Gross is actually still going. He was actually brought in to try and save Schalke from relegation last. <sighs> not, not that he'd have, he's actually got a bit of a reputation. He's like the Sam Allardyce of Germany. Um, also, former manager of Al Ali in uh, in um, Saudi Arabia. But that's for another day. Again, um, so that side obviously comes to be into second, uh, arguably the best, but. I don't know. There's something about the '99 United side which I think is is that better. They that, they
1: that if they would have went out the Champions League early and all the cups early, they may well have gone unbeaten.
0: And but I, I guarantee they didn't. Like, I don't. I don't know the statistics. I guarantee that '99 United side outscored this Arsenal side. I guarantee they conceded less goals. I guarantee they won more games. Because um, right. the
1: only argument you'll get from an Arsenal fan is undefeated.
0: Yeah. It, well. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Undefeated, mate undefeated the 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 reality is if var was being employed as it is in this day and age it would have happened it's as simple as that so
0: but i mean credit credit where credit is due that was a hell of a side um so Arsenal, for me that's the only Arsenal side which is even in the conversation when was the last time when
1: was the last time they won the league uh
0: 2004
1: you know i mean we're in 2021
0: yeah, I, be, I mean, you could argue that though. You That's could
1: 17, 18 years, and the stupid Liverpool s- fans were getting at this point after eighteen years. Why are Arsenal fans not getting it?
0: Well, they are. Arsenal quite regularly described as a banter banter club. Now, Arsenal for me are a weird one because that was a golden period in the history of the club, and it, it was it's never been beaten previous, and it's never been beaten after. Do you but know? I think the cause of it like, is,
1: is is leaving Highbury,
0: hmm.
1: that left wing at Highbury. Ashley Cole, Perez, Omri.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Highbury uh, just gave him the edge as well because it was tight, you know. It was old-school ground. Uh, Only they really knew how to play it properly. They could pass anyone off of that pitch. Uh, The Emirates opens it up because, you know, these modern grounds, Tottenham finding it a bit now. um, They're a leveller because every team can play on the stat. you know, pitches like that. But it is what it is. Um, So that Arsenal side, but as I said about Arsenal, unfortunately because of social media because of the way football is presented these days and and how it's so available and anyone can have a voice and talk about it they're dining out on that forever you know Tottenham had a period like that in the late 60s we don't talk about it anymore people don't even know about it you know a lot of people don't even talk about you know that's that's Um,
1: because they're not as big as uh, us well they're
0: not though are they uh they're
1: not you're judged on your history. Uh, You're judged yeah, on your yeah, history. Yeah, Arsenal, you... they've been a top-flight club since the 1800s.
0: So apart from one, I think we went down one year in sort of the mid 70s. Yeah, mid-70s.
1: but but you went, but you went down. Liverpool went down. Arsenal have always been a staple top. Ten to twelve club in English football for well over a century. Yeah, I believe absolutely. That the trophies that they have won in comparison to Tottenham is non-comparable, and 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 I also I just think they're the bigger club out the two. I do in terms of a plain squad in this day and age. Um, you know, I, I think. To the Tottenham team of two years ago under Pochettino was definitely better. I think this season, just a, a side part, I, I think this season Arsenal will do very, very, very well indeed. No European football, no excuse. that You would expect them now to challenge yeah, the Champions they, yeah. League.
0: Yeah, um, it is a big season for Arsenal. It is a big season. And I think uh, if you were to ask me to put my money on it right now, uh, going into the season... I'd say they finish above me, Titanham, yeah, Tottenham. Like, yeah, it's, it's exactly what I was going to say. And you know, Leicester. Uh, difficult one. To say, I, I difficult. think
1: I think they'll definitely finish top six. There's no European football. That's a massive that's a, massive that's difference.
0: A, that's a big call saying they're going to finish top six. I think they're they're miles away. They they were miles away last year, and signing Ben White ain't going to fix that overnight. I don't know, um, people anyway.
1: giving him stick. He's a good defender. He's a very oh, yeah, he's good defender.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: But I wouldn't write off Leeds United either. In the form table at it. the end of last season, yeah. it was three clubs. It was uh, Leeds were top of the form table, followed by Liverpool, followed by Arsenal, who won their last five games.
0: Yeah, so um, Leeds again, I mean... Probably for for another day for the big kickoff, but yep, I was having yep. this conversation with uh, with a Leeds United fan over the weekend who's very very optimistic about their chances next year, and probably you have to say rightly so. Um, moving on from Arsenal, Chelsea very quickly from one team uh, from one team that I hate to another that I hate. They're all here tonight, um, Chelsea. Now I'm going to be very controversial about Chelsea here again. Money it, isn't it? Call it club bias. Um, it's money, isn't it? I think they've only had one excellent top, top side. And I think that was 2004 to 2006 Chelsea. And that was when Mourinho first took over um, until pretty much until Mourinho left the uh, first I
1: time. Think, I think the Conte team was very good. Um, I think. That yeah, they well. hammered yeah. the league.
0: Uh, sorry, not 2010. That would have been 2010. 15 16, 15, 16 around there. Yeah, after Leicester had won it. Yeah, 17. Yeah, 2017. 20, 20, 17, 17. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Why, yeah. Way off of 2010. Uh, I'll tell you why it's the 2004 to 2006 Chelsea. Let me just reel some names off for you Drogba, Lampard, Terry, Duff, Robin, Carvalho, Czech, Essien, Ashley Cole, Joe Cole, Paolo Ferreira. Um, Ricardo Carvalho. Yeah, uh, yeah, got Carvalho in there. Uh, William Gallas. Yes, but uh, just a tail end of him so the team that basically Mourinho pretty much built from you know Glenn Johnson a young Glenn Johnson you know these were top top players Joe Cole um I don't think so let's go through that list Drogba have they ever replaced him
1: they've tried to with Andre Shevchenko and uh and Fernando Torre.
0: So have they have they replaced Drogba? No. Lampard ever replaced him? No. Terry have they ever replaced him? No. I would even go as far as saying Petr Cech ever really, really replaced him.
1: Courtois ran him close. Yeah. A Conte uh, Ashley, team and has Ashley,
0: Ashley Cole ever replaced him.
1: On the other side with Asbiliquetta, but yeah, uh, but no.
0: Asbiliquetta, is he a joke holder? Servant wise, uh attitude, determination, Ashley discipline, Cole, yeah, yeah. everything. Ashley Cole was you know, that's everything you can say about Asper Quetta. Ashley Cole, world class left back, best left back in the world during that period. Um, So that's the reason why I think that's the only top, top Chelsea side which deserves to be in this debate. You think that 2004 to 2006 Chelsea side was an absolute monster of a team. And I think they go straight into the top three um, at the moment. So far, yeah. So far, uh, instead of 97 United. Um, That was a brilliant side. Okay, you could say they, they they did a lot of it with money because what they did is Mourinho O'Brien bought the club, they qualified for the Champions League. He brings in Mourinho, who was the best young manager in the world, and they brought in all the best players in the space of 12 months. Yeah. Um, so, But even so, you, we've seen in football, that's not always, you can't always just put the best manager in, buy all the players. It doesn't just happen overnight. That happened very quickly, what they did with Mourinho. Um, and you have to say, that that was a top, top side. You know, Lampard was scoring 23, 24 goals a season, dropped 25 goals a season, you know, a young iron robin how good was iron robin at chelsea
1: oh it's incredible i think you know yeah i mean the, i mean chelsea yeah i would say the top three so the running order at the moment then if we've got manchester united 99 at the top followed yeah. by arsenal invincibles followed by chelsea um under mourinho for the first way around and then the manchester united 1997 uh newcastle uh reelers in team for ferguson uh, we we did also touch on that uh manchester United team uh, with Rooney, Ronaldo, Tevez. Where do we place them? Would you say fourth? Uh,
0: then. I think they're going into fourth then, and that that pushes United 97 seven down to fifth. Yep. I don't even know how many I've got here. I don't know how many more we've got. So
1: well, I, I think um, it's quite easy now. That it, do we include Leicester City under Claudio Ranieri? I will um, get to
0: that. We'll get to them. So um, are we just just to confirm then? We're saying that Chelsea 0405 or five were a better side than United 0-8. That's a tough one, mate, because that's a team that won the Champions no, League. No, because they won the League. Champions
1: League and the Premier League.
0: So we're saying United 08 in third.
1: Yeah, and then Chelsea in fourth, followed by...
0: Followed by United 97. Yeah. Who I think will probably end up slipping down a bit further. That's a big shout-out because that, that Chelsea 04, 05 side was excellent. Yeah. So it's a bit harsh there, but I've I, I got to say, mate, I agree with you. So Chelsea 05, we'll call them. So that's that. Um, moving on from that, Manchester City. So I've gone for two different Man City sides. Again, I feel like it's two different versions of the of the side, but with a lot of the similar players. So I think the better one was Chelsea uh, was Man City 2019, which was the hundred point team. Yeah. Compared to uh, Man City of 2013, with obviously Yaya Toure. But how can
1: you how can you discount the Manchester City team that won the league by one point with 98?
0: Which was which was the 2020 team?
1: Yeah, it was an extension of the 100 point team. They got <clears> over two seasons, 198 points.
0: Let's call it Man City then, 19 to 20. Yeah. Because I agree. yeah I agree I agree that was you know Liverpool win the win the Premier League twenty four times out of twenty five with that points total yeah you know and they win it comfortably in every you know season I thought I thought then
1: I I th- I really thought then you know I, I obviously we won the Champions League that season in convincing fashion but but what what I what I really feel I've, as a Liverpool fan that hurt and then it was a case of the season after when we did win the league and they were going to null and void the season into March when we were about 7,000 points clear, I was thinking we'll never win the league. It's the, it's the position that we're in as England fans at the moment. You just feel like you're just never going to win it. But we're getting yeah. closer. And, and that's what, you know, anybody who knows and follows sport, look at Andy Murray, for instance, final, 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 win one win two win yeah. three win four. Do you know what i mean and and that's how that's i i think i think it could go like that with us uh look but back back to the nature at hand the first one yaya torre uh david silva kuno guero um yeah the t- cliche
0: yeah yeah uh, colo Toure. yeah company joe ha uh, in his prime um balletta yeah, it was like a letter in his prime. Um, they were
1: good. They were very good. But I I, I, I wouldn't, I, and I can tell you now, I, I wouldn't have placed... that. The, look, it, the Premier League at the time, Ferguson was... Well, no, Balotelli was there too. This was the one under Mancini, wasn't it? Um, this is
0: Mancini's.
1: Yeah. I, it's a tough one. Would you put them above... Um, Gekko
0: as well. You're forgetting
1: about Gekko. Do you know what? Do you know what? I would I put them I mean, above was, the I Chelsea was... team. Under Mourinho, no, 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 no. I would. Put what, the why not? Why not? Would... Hold on, hold on. They won the FA Cup, the Carling Cup, and the Premier League.
0: What in t- in 2013?
1: They've done, done a domestic treble.
0: Yeah, but that the similar reason why I say that to why I say that the the Arsenal invincible was that team fell apart very quickly. Um, once. That's, hold on, was... but that
1: that's harsh. Hold on a minute, because the Chelsea team under Mourinho won the league and League Cup. They won anything else? The Man City team went and won another competition.
0: So, what are, so is the criteria here purely trophies then?
1: Well, of course it is. That's the currency in football.
0: But we're talking about Premier League teams as well. Of course, trophies is the currency in football, but all of these teams won the Premier League.
1: I think, look... Um, this is where we may differ an inch in a, in yeah. our I think. I, I, I would I would put them above that Mourinho team. I really would, because that Mourinho team, let's be honest, the league at the time probably wasn't of the standard of of, of what it was when that City team come in because you had you, you still had Arsenal that were a force. You had you know, you had Manchester You didn't United have the, United the that the were a traditional force.
0: big four back then, did you? Whereas now it's a big six.
1: Exactly, whereas Man City did have to, you know, initially break it. You had an Aston Villa team under Martin O'Neill that were playing very, very, very well with Gareth Barry, Cillian Petrov, Ashley Young, James Milner in midfield, John Carew up front, Gabby Abonlahor, Luke Young, you know, Carlos Larson, Friedel. Uh, and then at left back, just to top it off, you had, uh, who was the left back for Villa? Very, uh, very comfortable on the ball. Um uh, oh that's a tricky one isn't it um
0: come on now that will come to that us. that
1: will Keshorey and um, so yes. uh, you
0: know uh, they they the,
1: you know the, the man city i, I think um, as far as i'm concerned were just above that chelsea team they were good I didn't like him because I think the fans I've said many times have had it all handed to him on a plate. They've broke FIFA fair play rules on three occasions, got found guilty and took him to the court of arbitration for sport. They've also had the football ground, the city of Manchester Stadium given to them for free. And then furthermore, they have one of the richest men in the world to take over their club. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I think they've been very, very lucky.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, Remember where
1: they were before they came in, losing, what was it, 8-1 at home to Middlesbrough?
0: I'll tell you what, like literally what's happened to man city and i'm not taking it away from these sides because you've still got blokes there that need to manage a manage a team and you've got players that need to play but they've given themselves every chance but what man city happened that their fans need to sometimes be a bit more humble because what literally has happened is shake man has opened up a a map of the uk dropped a die and gone off by the nearest club
1: yeah absolutely
0: and it just happened to be them you know, that could have landed on anything. That could, if that lands on Legion, United, he buys them and they're the best team in the country now. So it, it was literally a roll of the dice and they got lucky. But are we saying that the 2013 Man City team then is better than the 2019 to 2020 team?
1: No chance. Um, no I chances, think that. that then, I, then, I, do but, you know what? They
0: won, they they won, won the more games.
1: Back. They won, they won, but the, the, two, the 2020 team also won the Carlin Cup.
0: They did. They didn't win the FA Cup, but the 2013 team did. No, they yeah, got tour, to the they beast. got to the final, didn't they? Uh, they
1: beat um, Stoke in the final. All right. Okay. So look, as far, as far as I'm concerned, that team got over 100 points. The season after got 98. Look at the team. I mean, yeah, mean Ed, yeah, Edison that's... in goal. And... Uh, Carl Walker, uh, John Stones, Vincent Company. Kinzinchenko Mendy, and, uh, and then into the midfield: David Silva, Ilkay Gundogan, Kevin De Bruyne, Riyad yeah. Mahrez. I mean, Ridic- Jesus ridiculous, Christ. ridiculous. Uh, uh, Jesus. Yeah, Sane yeah,
0: Jesus, Jesus as well. Um, Sane. Yeah, Sane was there for that. So, what I, I put the 2019 team definitely above the 2013 team. And, and you know what? There's two reasons. I would
1: put that team. I would put that team in third place and i would for I, the, yeah. the accumulation of points i think they I didn't agree. go undefeated and I, I, I also think there was the the, the united uh 1992 2000 team uh completed every single objective so in club then. football in one season
0: is um is the man city team of 2019 to 2021 better than the arsenal of no I'll give you two reasons why why this this Man City 2019 uh, to twenty twenty team was better than the twenty thirteen team. There's two reasons. The first reason is a sensible one because either side of the Liverpool title win. They they've actually went and regained it with pretty much the same team. So they've actually you know shown that. Well, hold on, but bit, so Liverpool that,
1: lost. Liverpool lost that. Yeah, we're we're, we're not talking about, goals
0: more. Yeah, we're not talking about Liverpool. But you but this, you know what I'm saying they went and regained the title from a very good Liverpool side at the time. So you've got to say that puts them up there. And I I actually think they might, I actually want to say they go into second, but I'm willing to to let you have your bit. Um, But the other reason is the 2013 Man City team had uh, Adam Johnson playing for them. So as far as I'm concerned, they go below 97 United team. So City 2013 under Mancini with Adam Johnson on the wing who, as we know, is a convicted paedophile. Um, and then I, I would put, okay, let's say that City, Sweaty, 20, around that region, we all know the one. That goes into second. Chelsea, 05, are in fourth. Uh, that means United, United, 08, are in fifth. City, 2013 and seven united 97 goes into seven so this is where it's going to get interesting this is where it's going to all start happening because we're going to be chopping and changing like nobody's business because james my next one and you can take it away from here is liverpool 2020
1: well, first of all, we need to talk about Liverpool 2019. Um, the, the year before, they lost the they lost the league in 2018 19, despite only losing one game. This, you know, you know, look, they were they were a millimetre away from being invincible you um, so how can you how can you not sniff it? You will argue that the Manchester United teams and all these other teams have won the league. Um, and that's obviously a big difference. I stated earlier that, that that trophies are the currency of football. However, if you lose one game in a domestic league season, surely you have to be in the conversation to be one of the greatest Premier League teams ever. Secondly, they lost the league by one point with 97 um, they also have to be regarded as one of the best Premier League teams ever. And then obviously the Premier League, when we won it, I mean, let's be brutally honest, we would have smashed City's record of 100 points. But the reality is, I think uh, extenuating circumstances contributed with that. We'd won the league with five games left to play. We're in the middle of a pandemic, I think. But we didn't get more points in City. We didn't beat the 100. However, under normal circumstances, we would have. But then again, the invincibles wouldn't be invincible under normal circumstances. So a uh, discounted. But I think there's three Liverpool teams that need to be considered there. What name me another Premier League team that have only lost only one game in a Premier League season? Well, I yeah,
0: I, I would say I would class Liverpool. Uh, we'll just call it Liverpool 2019 to 20.
1: Okay, I, I would then put them. They they, they hammered the league. I, I'm sorry. I think at the turning point at 31 games, we'd won 29 and drew two. Uh, I, I yeah. I think they were unbelievable. I'm not gonna sit here and say they were better than the ninety nine to two thousand man united team um because I don't think they were i you know i don't i i think they were better than that that city hundred points team because uh i i think at the end of the day. There's fans still in the stadium, and you may think you're clutching at straws. Now we all know that's a massive difference in the in the in the game that we play. And I, I also feel we had a monkey to get off of our back as well. We it was a mental block. It was a they at they were mentality monsters. They had to overcome a mental block of not winning that trophy. Um, well, we'd never won the Premier League, and you know, but the first division trophy we hadn't won it for 30 years. Um, as far as I'm concerned, they have to be. You know, I mean, how many points did they end up on? 99, 98, 97, 96 again, 95? Do you know what I mean? It was, uh, yeah, I think they were outstanding. And, and as far as I'm concerned, have to be put into, I would say definitely the top four teams to ever have played in the Premier League. They would are have been they, anybody.
0: Are they the best team of the last, or are they the best team of the, you know, of the last, let's say from 2010 onwards, the last decade? Are they the best team of that?
1: it's tough you, it's a straight toss up between the city team that that got over 198 points over two yeah. seasons or the liverpool team that got like what 187 points so when you look at the mathematical aspect of it you could argue that uh, you know it, it, it would be city however to mentally come back from you know 97 points to 98 and then to consistently do it again for another season city didn't have that mental the mental torture, baggage. When they got to 100 points and then they went on to 98, that's the first time they were pushed. But we were pushed um, and then we broke City. That's how I see it. I, I think we broke them the year that we won it mentally and that's what... I, of course I'm going to say it, but I'm trying to find reasonable justification uh, in an analytical sense to state that, that Liverpool team that season would have beaten anyone aside from the invincibles because they can't be beaten and the united ninety nine oh oh team because they were special um as far as i'm concerned they could have beaten that city team and in that 100 point season if it wasn't for a, a couple of minutes i think it was what it was it one centimeter yeah um, that, so they, they would off, Liverpool team, they that would that off,
0: Li- the Liverpool team of 2019 2020. Uh,
1: I think I think they've got to go inside the top 4. I don't think they we we should go into the top 2. I don't think I I'm, I'm a realist, but to put, it, them in, in. Put, this, put them in put them in 5th, that's an outrage. I'll come
0: in from a neutral point of view. Um that side well, you're going to say City, so. That side for 18 months was playing at full tilt. Um you know, it literally was what Klopp said it was going to be. It was. I was saying, I think
1: it was three years. We lost uh, one it, game in the first season. Yeah, we lost one game.
0: It's two years for me. It's the year you finish. So hold on. Second, so it's, hold on, so of, if, if you if you
1: finish second in the league, which we did to City, we just drew nine, and they won the four difference. That that was
0: that was the yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not uh, so for me, it's the 2019, 2018 to nineteen, and then the nineteen to twenty team. Yeah, that's that 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 is it. Me, the eighteen but, to nineteen
1: uh, team, I would have put them around sixth, uh, the, the the first ones, and then the one that got ninety seven points and then won the league, I would put them in the top four. So I'm
0: just going to incorporate it as one period, because the, there's, there's
1: there's two different. It's tough though, isn't it? No, yeah, it, I,
0: it? You're talking about a three year period there, mate. So we're going to call that. We'll call that one team. Um, for the Okay then will they have role, to be role. inside the top
1: four Jurgen Klopp just look at the look at the way he did it he didn't have the budget yeah, no, mate. of, he, of he, these other uh, teams uh, around him
0: He spent money let's not even let's not go down that road No no he no, no I don't no, no,
1: no, no, no. but the, the we, difference we, No is... we can talk
0: about net spend and, and profit and this and that and this and that at the end of the day if you want to buy a football player in the Premier League or in World Football you have to go and buy that player for a sum of money Well we bought what two you do? Yeah you bought two players. yeah you spent £75 million on a centre-back and 60 million pounds on a goalkeeper take away anything out don't uh, about net spend but we sold whoever for 10 million and it made us and we only bought them for two million you spent 75 million on it so you went out and bought. but, the best but it's the but isn't you that you out and bought the best goalie for the most money james That's what isn't said, that part of the
1: debate but isn't that part of the debate the debate is is how the manager has developed that team Jose Mourinho's net spend was so far red; it, we couldn't go any redder. Man City red. Ferguson, in my opinion, with the 1990-2000 team, did it properly. Although they yeah. were, they mm-hmm. did spend afterwards. They did spend a bit, but it wasn't to the level of City. It was all and relative, Chelsea. Though.
0: It's all relative. Yeah, absolutely. But Liverpool, Liverpool have spent money. That's if anyone wants to say they haven't. It's a myth. So I would say that Liverpool
1: we team... haven't made us we haven't signed anybody for over forty million pounds for three seasons.
0: You signed you signed uh, Jota last season for 40 £35 million. Million. All right. All well, right. Anyway, we're talking about millions. Of, it is money. You, you're spending money. You're buying players. It's simple. Oh, oh, all
1: right, then. Let's, 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 get, let's get to the crux of it. I would say they need to be in the top four. I think it's 99 United. I think it's Arsenal Invincibles. I then think it's the Manchester City 100 points uh, team. And then I think it's that Liverpool team.
0: Um, and do you know what, mate? I absolutely agree with you, 100%. I even think there's a strong case, and this is going to sound mental, that both of those teams were better than the Arsenal of intervals. City, City, I can 19, see it. City, I can 19, see it. And but they've
1: 20. just got they've got the golden nugget, <laughs> and as far as I'm concerned, yeah. they were undefeated. And you can't put an undefeated, the only undefeated team in Premier League history, outside the top two. You can't. You just it's know. The, you know, you just can't do but it. You, but Get yeah, okay. I think, you know, okay. let's, let's be honest, Chelsea 07, 08, or whatever it was that won the league, they got more points than the invincibles. You know, we didn't even mention them. So as far as I'm concerned, um let let's go through the list for the listeners then, James. Take us through the list nice and slowly. Let's yeah. take us through the list.
0: So let's so I think we're we're in total agreement. Number one is United 99. I'm I'm anti invincibles at the moment, and I think there were better teams than them. But we'll keep them in there for just for I think you have to. I think we have it's, to. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's football. You
1: know, it's it, you've, it's, you've, yeah. it's it's the right thing to do. Credit it's where credit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, then it's City Twenty Twenty in third, which was the hundred point team. Yeah. Then we've got Liverpool Twenty, yeah. which which uh, went on and and gained the the title from that team.
1: That Man City you, team weren't about, you could argue that our Liverpool team would have probably won undefeated in the best ever, but they didn't. So, carry quite on.
0: possibly. So, in number five, then that leaves us with Chelsea. Yeah. 05, 04, yep. 05, 06. That first Mourinho Chelsea team, that is in fifth. So United of 08 goes in to sixth, followed by City 2013. So United 08 is is Ronaldo Rooney, Tevez, Berbatov. that side, Carrick, Ferdinand Vidic, Sar. Um, and then City 2013 are in
1: seventh. We might have to switch to the 05 Chelsea team with that 08 United <laughs> team. They went, they beat, they won the Champions League and got to and two in the finals. That,
0: um, that 08. United team was the team that eventually toppled Mourinho's Chelsea. Yeah, so I think
1: switch that, switch that round then, yeah. Let's just go back I, through the order once more. So Manchester United, 1999 to 2000, Alex Ferguson's treble-winning team are number one. The Arsenal Invincibles under Arsene Wenger, that won the Golden Trophy when undefeated, are number two. Uh,
0: yeah, re- regrettably, yeah. yeah.
1: Guardiola's wonderful Manchester City team broke 100 points and then backed it up with a 98 point season take third place followed up yep. by Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool that got lost one game the first season got 97 points the second season and then absolutely blitzed the league in the third season and in a 30 year tro- you know Premier League trophy drought are going into fourth position followed by Manchester United with Rooney, Ronaldo, Tevez, Berbatov to go into fifth position, followed by Chelsea under Jose Mourinho first time around with Drogba, Essien, Lampard, Robin, Czech, JT. That great team. They are going into sixth position.
0: Sixth, yeah. And then Man- City 2013. And Man United
1: 1997, 90- we forgot. go United 7th seven. position. And then Manchester City's 2013 Balotelli, Dzeko, um Aguero. That moment, uh, that team into
0: eighth. Yeah, and there's one more. I got one more for you in ninth. Well, at the moment, is in it's ninth place. So we, so we don't have to go through the list again. Yeah. One more, last one to throw at you, Leicester 2016.
1: Look, I think um, you know the. the I think. <laughs> Miracle stuff, amazing, wonderful, feel-good factor, football fairy tale. We love it. We love them. But let's be honest, um, you know, they were competing with Tottenham. You know, the Tottenham, no disrespect, James, but Tottenham fans, and you know it's true and you can't deny it, said that... yeah, well, yeah, you, yeah
0: but the argument for yeah, that you know, is... The opposite, opposite, but, no, the opposite, no, exactly. no, no, you're
1: so. right, you're right, you're right. They're the you only, they're, they're, you they're, they're, but they're the only team to finish third in a one-horse race. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, um, that Leicester team were good, but... If you put them... Look, these teams, if you were to pick that 99-2000 United team and put them into this era with the fitness and and everything now, you would still presume that they'd be up there. If you put that Leicester City team up against Guardiola's or Klopp's teams in the last two years, I don't think that they would have been yeah. able to consistently get to that level. And for that reason, uh, I was going to say I'm out. But no, uh, I think it's... Uh, they 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 go into ninth place and they had to be mentioned. And, you know, in 10th place, why not? Just chuck it in. Blackburn Rovers. You know, so... Um, and and that team that did topple the United double double team. Uh, so you know, I got, another, era, I got another You
0: team. know, I got I got another nostalgia team as well. Just well, we, we
1: well we've done the top ten, but we can have a quick quick mooch on this one.
0: Yeah. So the top ten. Yeah. Okay. So what about Newcastle 1997? They didn't win the league, but just in terms of great sides,
1: they were a great side and they're undeniably a wonderful uh, side. Two seasons in a row, especially when they were clear. However, if we're not putting the Liverpool teams in uh, of losing one game in an oh. entire season, you can't put them in, can you? So, look, I think that, that'll that wrap it up because time's getting on. I've got work in less than six hours. Um, you know, I, I've uh, enjoyed getting back into the saddle as we've had our break, as we now start mm. to... To, to get things going again. Don't forget, catch catch myself, actually, first of all, on FTB Sports. We will put the link in the description underneath this uh, podcast to talk about Liverpool. And James will be joining the Tottenham Hotspur FTB Football as well. Every other week, we're just going to be joining them to have a chat. And it's really, it's, it's interesting to engage a different community. However, what we do have is the YouTube channel. We've got some special, special things coming your way. We will not reveal our hands because it's all underwrapped. And when they're unwrapped, it will be like opening Up a wonderful Christmas stocking. Furthermore, we have the state of play back into your radios machines within the next three weeks. Another fantastic guest lined up for that show. And furthermore, Boxing Monthly returns with David Hancock soon too. Don't forget, if you like our content to share, subscribe, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, but more importantly, we're urging all of our listeners to go to Spotify. And also, if you want to get in contact with us, if you want to appear on TTM Sports, then Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or even go online to www.thinktwicemedias.com. Leave us a message that will ping in our phones in our pockets. You can get right through to us. But, I mean, what a wonderful podcast that was, discussing the top 10 Premier League teams of all time. My name is James Harrison.
0: And my name is James Hansel.
1: And we'll see you again for episode number 37 very, very soon.